Today, a terrorist expert who has startling accounts of ISIS activity in the United States. A group of jihadists who are strategically preparing for full-scale guerrilla war on American soil. This and so much more on Jewish Voice. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. The guest that you're going to meet on today's program believes that a global threat is upon us, that the most powerful terrorist sect in the world has developed a strategic plan to destroy the United States, a plan to take us by surprise in ways that we may least expect, an attack that will happen from within right here on American soil. Here to help us understand all this is an investigative reporter, an authority on terrorism and national security. Please welcome back to Jewish Voice my good friend Eric Steckelback. Eric. Welcome back, buddy. Well, you have been very busy. I see you almost every turn I, time I turn on Fox News, but I don't see you on CNN or BBC. And no Al Jazeera. No yeah. Al Jazeera, for sure. <laughs> but on, on Fox News, you have some firsthand accounts of what ISIS is, is doing, the atrocities that um, they're actually involved in. Just give us an idea. You know, in the books, We need to hear this. This was tough for me personally, Jonathan, to write about this as a father of two young daughters. What ISIS is doing to women, number one, and number two, to young children is just reprehensible, including beheadings of young children, four, five, six-year-old children, Christians mm -hmm. having their heads taken off, women being enslaved, brothels in Syria and Iraq where ISIS fighters will come off the battlefield and they will have rape rooms where they repeatedly rape Christian women, Yazidi women. This is happening right now in real time. It's really, truly happening. And beheadings, look, if you go to ISIS's capital, the city of Raqqa in Syria, and you walk around in Raqqa, and I have, again, firsthand accounts, there are heads on spikes all around that city. Severed heads are a way of life there. It's a way to intimidate, show who's boss, and by the way, also, Christians being crucified in the city center and people forced to watch, young children being brainwashed, forced to watch beheadings, crucifixions. This is the next generation of holy warriors, jihadists, that ISIS is raising up. They're brainwashing them. They are desensitizing them to all of this brutality. How old were those, the, those, the four girls I know that refused to uh, renounce their faith and embrace Islam? And they were all beheaded. Yes. The four girls. How old were, were they? I believe they were preteen. I believe they were preteen. And they were beheaded. And, you know, I'm so glad we're saying this, Jonathan. We're saying it. You're not going to hear it on the mainstream media. You'll hear it here on Jewish Voice. We're going to tell you the truth. This is really happening. And I think the body of Christ in particular needs to hear this because your brothers and sisters in Christ in the Middle East are literally on the front lines being liquidated. And ISIS makes no bones about it. You know, Jonathan, it's very reminiscent of Hitler during World War II with the Jewish people. He was very open about what he wanted to do. ISIS is very open today about their goals. They want to eliminate Christianity in the cradle of the faith, the birthplace of the faith. They have made it their mission to liquidate every last Christian, every last believer in Yeshua from the Middle we, East. We really need to take this seriously. They are our brothers and our sisters, and they are suffering horrible atrocities. Uh, 
under under this 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 it's, this terrible terrible um, uh, group that is is really yeah. I think so deceived. Why the yeah. open brutality? Why televised beheadings and burnings of bodies and so on? Well, I think number one, these are psychotic killers. You know, an Israeli intelligence source we talked about ISIS really before they really splashed on the scene in a major way, Jonathan. And he told me, Eric, this is an army of psychotic, it's almost an army of serial killers that is convened in the Middle East. That's number one. These are psych psychopathic murders. In the name of God. In the name of Allah, yes. It's a demonic movement at the end of the day. I think that reveals that Allah yeah. is not the God of Israel. It's no. not the same God. We, we, we want to make that completely clear. Again, something yeah. you don't hear very much. They be, we believe this is God a different is love. God. Exactly. We believe God is love, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They believe their God is a God of war. So that's part of it. Uh, intimidation is another big aspect here. They kind of wed 7th century medieval barbaric Arabian desert ideology with 21st century technology. That's the thing about ISIS that makes them such a unique phenomenon because they're beheading, they're burning, they're raping, they're pillaging, quite literally. Yet they're broadcasting it around the world on slickly produced propaganda videos through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. So they're a very unique and dangerous beast. Now, they really are. Now, not only do they have a 20-year plan, yeah. but ISIS has an official handbook. And you've read the handbook. Tell us what you found in the ISIS handbook. Well, not the most pleasant bedtime reading, as you might imagine. <laughs> You're not going to take the ISIS handbook to the beach on vacation, put it that way. I think the thing that jumps out to me the most, Jonathan, is the justification and the encouragement of slavery. ISIS literally encourages their mujahideen, their holy warriors, to enslave the vanquished populations. Look, ISIS is going right now in Iraq and Syria from city to town to village. They're quite literally conquering these areas and they are enslaving people. We mentioned the sex slavery. They are legalizing slavery. And they'll point to Islamic law and Islamic history and say, hey, this is all Islamically justified. Muhammad did it, past Islamic empires did it, and we can do it today. And you know what? If you look at the Quran, the Hadiths, Islam's core texts, they have a compelling theological argument. Not every Muslim believes that, obviously, but there is a significant slice in the radical Islamic world that believes it, lives by it, and can point to the Quran and justify it. So they actually, they literally have a handbook that they're, they that, they're that what helps them understand the, 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 the application yeah. to, the, to the Quran? It does. And Jonathan, in particular, that handbook is targeted towards new recruits, new arrivals. Many, by the way, which you and I are going to discuss, I know, are coming from right here in the West. Those new arrivals arrive in this caliphate in Iraq and Syria, and they're given this handbook. This is what you can do. Basically, anything goes. You want to rape a Christian woman? You want a Christian woman as your sex slave? She's 12 years old? Have at it. That's actually presented in the handbook? Yes, it is. The, the, the infidel An introduction is the spoils to of war. ISIS. An introduction to ISIS. The spoils of war include the vanquished, include women. This is what ISIS lives by. This is what they're doing right now. Again, it's a demonic movement, and there's no value, no regard whatsoever for human life. So if this all ties into the Quran, the Quran supports all of this, not only supports but encourages it, how can you call this, this, this religion a religion of peace and love? Well, you can, and it's interesting. Until the, before the past few decades, Jonathan, no one did. 
uh, no one called Islam a religion of peace. Uh, look back at Winston Churchill's writings. I encourage everyone to Google it, what he said about Islam, the former British prime minister at the turn of the 20th century. Long story short, you can't call Islam a religion of peace for three reasons. Number one, the core texts, the Quran, the Hadiths, as we mentioned, are littered with calls to violence. Number two, the example of Islam's prophet Muhammad. Give you an example right away. In the seventh century, the armies of Islam under Muhammad conquered a Jewish tribe in Arabia. They, and I describe this in the book. Jonathan, they subsequently lined up at least 600 Jewish men. As Muhammad watched, every last man was beheaded and all of the women and children were sold into slavery. And you wonder why ISIS is so beheading happy today. So that's number two, why you can't say Islam is a religion of peace. Number three is simple. The history of Islam, both current and former, littered again with conquest. Look, Islam didn't spread and conquer half of the known world by kindly missionaries handing out tracts on street corners. It spread by the sword, and that's a fact. Don't go anywhere. There's lots more ahead with Eric Steckel back. And up next, an important update that you need to see an impoverished tribe of Jewish people who are in desperate need of our help, of your help. Stay with me. Your gracious gift in support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are urgently preparing for one of our next medical clinics to bless a remote lost tribes community in Zimbabwe, who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel, particularly the Levites, and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They'll share God's love and good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help and we'll send you the book discussed on today's broadcast, ISIS Exposed, Beheadings, Slavery, and the Hellish Reality of Radical Islam by Jonathan's guest, Eric Stackelbeck. In this eye-opening new book, veteran investigative reporter Eric Stackelbeck takes you inside the story of the new caliphate rising in the Middle East and reveals just how clear and present a threat it is, even here in the United States. If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today, to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth. We'll also send you our powerfully moving new limited edition art sculpture we call Soldier at the Wailing Wall. This numbered limited run keepsake sculpture poignantly depicts an Israeli soldier praying at Jerusalem's Western Wall. It will serve as a deeply moving reminder that your partnership with Jewish Voice makes you an important part of something that is blessing the Jewish people and rallying support for Israel. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help and sharing the good news to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. Today, 
a terrorist expert who has startling accounts of ISIS activity in the United States. A group of jihadists who are strategically preparing for full-scale guerrilla war on American soil. This and so much more on Jewish Voice. I'm back with best-selling author Eric Stackelbeck, who's here to discuss his latest book, ISIS Exposed, Beheading Slavery and the Hellish Reality of Radical Islam. I want to quote something that you wrote in the book and have you comment on page 207. You write this, we have reached a tipping point in the battle against radical Islam. Future generations will look back on this period in history much as we now look back on the Cold War and World War II and judge us on how we confront the existential challenge of Islamic jihadism that has already changed the Western way of life in profound ways. That's a pretty thought-provoking statement. We'll be judged for this. Yeah, we will. If the Lord tarries. Yeah, you know, you think of the book of Ezekiel where God says, if the watchman does not sound the alarm, he will be held accountable. Well, I mentioned Winston Churchill, I'll mention him again. This is a Winston Churchill moment. Think back to the 1930s, early 1940s, Jonathan. Winston Churchill, the great British prime minister, saw the gathering storm of Nazi Germany. He knew what to call it, he knew what to do about it. He was shunned, ridiculed by his fellow Western leaders. Today, in, to my mind, the only leader who sees the gathering storm of jihad and radical Islam is the Israeli Prime Minister, Benjamin Netanyahu. Can ISIS be defeated? Yes. Let me say real quick about the, the ideological apocalyptic. This is not the Cold War where we had mutually assured destruction. We, the Soviets didn't want to die, an atheistic regime living for this world. The jihadists are living for the next world, martyrdom, and to this be with This is a Allah. huge difference, too. Until huge now, difference. you had people that wanted to live. Yes. You know, uh, as Patton said, victory is not dying for your country, it's making the other die for his country. <laughs> but this, this is about, a, this is a group that's willing yeah. to, yeah. To, to, lay their, to really literally lay their life on the homicide yeah. bombers. Yes. The leadership of ISIS, the, the Iranian government, would send millions of their fellow Muslims to their own deaths if it meant wiping America and Israel off the map and global domination. Here's what we can do about it, Jonathan. Now, I think it starts with smashing ISIS militarily. They've established and declared this Islamic state, this caliphate, in the heart of the Middle East. Destroy it. Destroy it before it metastasizes even more. Now, President Obama says again and again that Americans are war-weary. That may be true, but if you lay out a compelling case how this is an existential immediate threat, the American people will get the memo. This is a th seen as a threat to our nation, yes. to our children's future. Exactly, and we don't need a heavy U.S. footprint. Think of 2001 in Afghanistan. We had special forces, we had the CIA on the ground working with the Northern Alliance. They routed the Taliban. We can do the same thing today in Iraq and Syria. We have the Kurds who are fierce fighters, very pro-American. We have Assyrian Christians. We have some moderate Iraqi tribes. All of them want to fight ISIS. We don't need a heavy footprint. We just need a special forces presence in the least. The Kurds are saying we can do this. Just give us the weapons to do this. Exactly. Just arm us. And ISIS is using heavy U.S. weaponry that they seized from the Iraqi military. It doesn't take much. Continue the airstrikes, intensify the airstrikes, 
but work with these folks on the ground who really truly want to fight and defeat ISIS. If we want to defeat ISIS, we have to crush them like, if we're serious about it, we have to crush them like we crushed the German and the Japanese war machines in World War II. That's what we need to do now before it gets completely out of hand. And we're dealing with as serious a threat, uh, just a minute or two left. Sure. Uh, most of the people that are watching right now are Christians. They're, they're sure. Bible believers and uh, they are, have ammunition that others don't have. Talk about what Christians that are watching, believers that are watching can do. What, what, what should our role be as I'd believers? say, if not us, who? And if not now, when? I think our role as believers, number one, obviously we need to pray and pray diligently. But I'd say be bold and have the same kind of audacity that the bad guys have. We need to be bold about our faith and standing strong, proclaiming our faith, and calling evil for what it is. We're in a culture right now, society, where it is moral relativism ruling the day. We need to step up, be strong, call ISIS for the evil that it is, call radical Islam for the evil that it is. That's number one. Number two, I encourage everyone to vote. If there's someone on either side of the political aisle that you don't agree with, vote them out. That's really simple. Get with like-minded people at your church, in your Bible study, and, and be informed about these threats that affect all of us. We need to be salt and light. And if we're, no one else is going to do it, when it comes to the Jewish people, as it's going to be Bible-believing believers in Yeshua. Now, you need to take this seriously. You need to be praying. You need to be proclaiming. You need to do your part because we have the sole message that will bring true peace to this world. Eric, thank you for thank sounding you, the alarm. Appreciate Come it. back again. Absolutely. If you want to better understand how ISIS is strategically planning to infiltrate America, where they may already be laying groundwork and what you can do to protect yourself and your family, then you're going to want to get a copy of Eric Steckelbeck's latest book, ISIS Exposed. You can find out how in just a moment. But first, an update on a tribe of Jewish people who desperately need our help, need your help. Stay with me. Your gracious gift in support of the work of Jewish Voice right now will make you a vital part of providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Today, we are urgently preparing for one of our next medical clinics to bless a remote lost tribes community in Zimbabwe, who clearly have ties to the ancient people of Israel, particularly the Levites, and have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Our medical teams will provide more than just physical care and comfort. They'll share God's love and good news that Jesus is their promised Messiah. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital upcoming outreach. Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. You can help save them, but you must act now. Will you be a blessing to these needy Jewish people? Call or click right now to share life-saving help. And we'll send you the book discussed on today's broadcast, ISIS Exposed, Beheadings, Slavery, and the Hellish Reality of Radical Islam by Jonathan's guest, Eric Stackelbeck. In this eye-opening new book, Veteran investigative reporter Eric Stackelbeck takes you inside the story of the new caliphate rising in the Middle East and reveals just how clear and present a threat it is, even here in the United States.
If God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $120 or more today to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we'll also send you our powerfully moving new limited edition art sculpture we call Soldier at the Wailing Wall. This numbered limited run keepsake sculpture poignantly depicts an Israeli soldier praying at Jerusalem's Western Wall. It will serve as a deeply moving reminder that your partnership with Jewish Voice makes you an important part of something that is blessing the Jewish people and rallying support for Israel. Please remember, God has promised to bless those who bless the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help and sharing the good news to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. I want to show you a tribe in Zimbabwe that has retained Old Testament traditions and rituals for over 2,500 years. They're called the Lemba, and we recently held a wonderful outreach to provide medical care, dental care, eye care, eyeglasses, medicines, all completely free of charge. But most importantly, we shared the Messiah with them, and many, many came to faith, thousands in fact, and it was people just like you that helped us to make a difference in their lives. Take a look. In one of the most remote areas of southern Zimbabwe, a team of 51 volunteers were joined by 120 national workers, and together they just finished one of the most challenging and rewarding Jewish voice outreaches to date. In a week full of both work and ministry, the Lord's hand was clearly seen as Jewish voice conducted its very first medical outreach to the impoverished Lemba Jewish community. We've seen children who, who couldn't speak, they couldn't hear, they, they were, they, they couldn't do anything. I, I'm shocked. And then, and then they can speak and, and they can hear and they can say their names. Babies that, that there was this 18 month old baby that, that couldn't even stand up or sit up, nothing. And, and then it had uh, witchcraft bracelets on its wrist. They were cut off and the baby sat up immediately. I mean, <laughs> eyes, eyes to see with adults. I've seen so many miracles. I, my heart is, is just filling up. I, I'm, I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. In the afternoon, I was starting to feel pretty tired. My compassion level for patients was dropping. And all of a sudden, the nurse came into my room and said, can you see this patient outside? And I said, feeling tired, well, can't, can't they carry the patient into my room? And she's like, well, she looks pretty sick. So I, I went outside and I go up to this cart that is being drawn by two donkeys, near death look on this young female who is dying from AIDS. And I find out that she's come eight kilometers to seek help. And it was kind of like a slap upside my head because two minutes before that, I'm in my, my room feeling sorry for myself. And that was just God saying, how do you feel now? 
And I, I, I didn't know what to do. I see a dying woman and I can't help her. But as a man of God, I can share love. I can show compassion. And that's not easy for me to do, but God working through me made it very easy. The Lord is looking down on this with favor, and he's looking down on this that he loves culture and he loves diversity. And uh, I had such a warm, wonderful feeling that uh, the Lemba here are very gentle and loving people, and that the Lord has not forgotten them, and that they have retained as much as they possibly can of their culture and of their, um, of their Jewishness. There's so much more to do. We'd love to have you join us on one of our medical outreaches. For more information or to volunteer, you can call 800-299-9374, or you can go to www.pleaseanswerthecall.org. All one word, pleaseanswerthecall.org. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now, one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, dental care, eye care, eye surgeries, all free of charge, but most importantly, we share the gospel. And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. But we need your help. I wanna ask you to be part of saving lives, of transforming lives and blessing desperate Jewish people by sharing a generous gift today. Will you consider doing that? I've selected some helpful and encouraging resources that I'd like to send you. You can call or click or write now to share and request them all. And remember, your generous gift is going to be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash Jewish Voice. Well, that's all the time we have for today. As I leave you, I want to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, the Bible promises they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you. Imagine celebrating the miraculous power of the Passover against the breathtaking backdrop of the sparkling Eastern Caribbean Sea on board a luxurious Royal Caribbean cruise ship. 
Rejoice at the Messianic Passover Seder led by Rabbi Jonathan Burnus, remembering God's mighty hand delivered the Jewish people from bondage. Worship because the miracle held a mystery revealed and completed in Yeshua, Jesus, the Passover lamb, and ultimate sacrifice for our sins. This is the Jewish Voice seven-day Passover cruise on the turquoise waters of the Eastern Caribbean and the enchanting white sand islands of St. Martin, St. Thomas, and Nassau, Bahamas. You don't want to miss the beauty, worship, and celebration as we share the mystery and the miracle of the Passover on the seas. Join Jonathan Burness and Jewish Voice April 16th through 23rd, 2016. Cabin Space is limited. Book now for the best rooms and rates. Call or click today.